Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, thank you so much for joining me here. Welcome to a new week as we explore the daily office, the Anglican devotion practice of a liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer spoken every day. I've personally found it to be a great format for personal prayer and devotion, and hopefully it's helpful to you as well. So, as we go through morning prayer this morning, I am going to be reading from the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. If you'd like to find out more about that church or to find a parish near you, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. Also, if you'd like to follow along with the liturgy, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com. I'll have a link to that in the description. And you can go right from beginning to end, all on one page, uh, from uh, including all the specific prayers and readings for the day. So it's a very useful resource there. So as we prepare to begin with morning prayer, let's just take a moment to silently reflect, prepare our hearts as we enter into worship. Okay, so again, this is morning prayer for Monday, January 8th, 2024. On the church calendar, this would be the Monday after the first Sunday of Epiphany, which commemorates the baptism of our Lord. And we'll begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations. And in every place, incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in His presence, to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at His hands, to declare His most worthy praise, to hear His holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises declared to all people, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen.
Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's say the Venite together. The Venite will begin and end with an antiphon with the response, O come, let us adore him. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. The Lord has shown forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the eighth day of the month begin with Psalm 38. Rebuke me not, O Lord, in your anger, neither chasten me in your weighty displeasure. For your arrows stick fast in me, and your hand presses me hard. There is no health in my flesh because of your displeasure, neither is there any rest in my bones by reason of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head, and are like a heavy burden too much for me to bear. My wounds stink and fester by reason of my foolishness. I am brought into such great trouble and misery that I go about mourning all the day long. For my loins are filled with burning, and there is no wholeness in my body. I am feeble and sorely smitten. I have roared because of the tumult of my heart. Lord, you know all my desire, and my groaning is not hidden from you. My heart is panting, my strength has failed me, and the sight of my eyes is gone from me. My friends and my neighbors turn away from my trouble, and my kinsmen stand afar off. 
Those also who seek after my life lay snares for me. And those who go about to do me evil talk of wickedness and imagine deceit all the day long. As for me, I am like the deaf who do not hear, and as one who is mute who does not open his mouth. I have become like a man who hears not, and in whose mouth are no reproofs. For in you, O Lord, have I put my trust. You shall answer for me, O Lord my God. I have said, Let not my enemies triumph over me. For when my foot slipped, they rejoiced greatly over me. Truly I am about to fall, and my pain is ever with me. For I will confess my wickedness, and be sorry for my sin. But my enemies live and are mighty, and those who hate me wrongfully are many in number. Those also who repay evil for good are against me, because I follow that which is good. Forsake me not, O Lord my God. O be not far from me. Make haste to help me, O Lord God of my salvation. Going on to Psalm 39. I said, I will take heed to my ways, that I may not offend with my tongue. I will keep my mouth as with a bridle, while the ungodly are in my sight. I held my tongue and spoke nothing. I kept silence, even from good words, but it was pain and grief to me. My heart was hot within me. And while I was thus pondering, the fire kindled, and at last I spoke with my tongue. Lord, let me know the end and the number of my days, that I may learn how short my life is. Behold, you have made my days as a span in length, and my age is even as nothing before you. And truly, every one living is but a breath. For everyone who walks about as a shadow, and disquiets himself in vain, he heaps up riches, and cannot tell who shall gather them. And now, Lord, what is my hope? Truly my hope is in you. Deliver me from all my offenses, and make me not a taunt of the foolish. I became mute and opened not my mouth, for it was you that brought it to pass. Take your affliction from me. I am consumed by the blows of your heavy hand. When you, with rebukes, chasten someone for sin, you consume what is dear to him, like a moth eating a garment. Everyone, therefore, is but vanity. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and with your ears consider my cry. Hold not your peace at my tears. For I am a stranger with you, and a sojourner as all my fathers were. O turn your gaze from me, that I may again be glad, before I go away to be seen no more. Going on to Psalm 40. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my call. 
He brought me out of the horrible pit, out of the mire and clay. He set my feet upon the rock and secured my footing. He has put a new song in my mouth, a song of thanksgiving unto our God. Many shall see and fear, and shall put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who has set his hope in the Lord, and has not turned to the proud or to those who go about lying. O Lord my God, great are the wondrous works which you have done, and also your thoughts toward us. There is none who can be compared with you. If I should declare them and speak of them, they would be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but my ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you have not required. And so I said, Behold, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, that I delight to do your will, O my God. Indeed, your law is within my heart. I have declared your righteousness in the great congregation. Behold, I will not restrain my lips, O Lord, and that you know. I have not hidden your righteousness within my heart. My talk has been of your truth and of your salvation. I have not concealed your loving mercy and truth from the great congregation. Withdraw not your mercy from me, O Lord. Let your loving kindness and your truth always preserve me. For innumerable troubles have encompassed me. My sins have taken such hold of me that I am not able to look up. Indeed, they are more in number than the hairs of my head, and my heart has utterly failed me. O Lord, let it be your pleasure to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded who seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and rebuked who wish me evil. Let them be desolate and rewarded with shame who say to me, Aha! Aha! Let all those who seek you be joyful and glad in you. And let those who love your salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord cares for me. You are my helper and deliverer. Do not tarry, O my God. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Genesis, beginning with the eighth chapter, the first verse. But God remembered Noah and all the beasts and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind blow over the earth, and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of the heavens were closed. The rain from the heavens was restrained and the waters receded from the earth continually. At the end of 150 days, the waters had abated, and in the seventh month, 
on the seventeenth day of the month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. And the waters continued to abate until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, and sent forth a raven. It went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent forth a dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set her foot, and she returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and brought her into the ark with him. He waited another seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came back to him in the evening, and behold, in her mouth was a freshly plucked olive leaf. So Noah knew that the waters had subsided from the earth. Then he waited another seven days, and sent forth the dove, and she did not return to him any more. In the six hundred and first year, in the first month, the first day of the month, the waters were dried from off the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark, and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. In the second month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, the earth had dried out. Then God said to Noah, Go out from the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh, birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, that they may swarm on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every bird, everything that moves on the earth, went out by families from the ark. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and took some of every clean animal, and some of every clean bird, and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Te Deum Laudamus together. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, 
and the Holy Spirit, Advocate and Guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John, beginning with the fourth chapter and the twenty-seventh verse. Just then his disciples came back. They marveled that he was talking with a woman, but no one said, What do you seek, or why are you talking with her? So the woman left her water jar and went away into town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me all that I ever did. Can this be the Christ? They went out to the town and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me, and to accomplish his work. Do you not say there are yet four months and then comes the harvest? Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. Already the one who reaps is receiving wages and gathering fruit for eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. And many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you have said that we believed, for we have heard for ourselves. And we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. After the two days he departed for Galilee, for Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his, in his own hometown. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, having seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they too had gone to the feast. So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, 
for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. So Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better. And they said to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed in all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let's proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Monday after the first Sunday of Epiphany. Let us pray. Eternal Father, at the baptism of Jesus, you revealed him to be your Son, and your Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove. Grant that we, who are born again by water and the Spirit, may be faithful as your adopted children. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A college for the renewal of life. Let us pray. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that, having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. O God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let's say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son 
that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to pray with me here for morning prayer. Hopefully it was an edifying time for you, spent in the presence of the Lord and in his word. If you'd like to reach out with any comments or prayer requests or questions, you can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on X, formerly formerly Twitter, at commonprayer419. Also, if you have not yet done so, I would encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be sure to join us for any future services, like evening prayer coming up at 5 p.m. today. But until then, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again for joining me. God bless you, and I'll see you next time.